What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mike and Max Off-Road Podcast, brought to you by Keep It Simple Off-Road. I'm your host, Mike Austin. And I'm Max Krause, and we're taking you from the garage to the trail. Boom! Hey, man, we're back. Scared me. Scared me with that boom. I know, it's a boom. It's like in my head, because the the headphones. Oh, right. (coughs) Nice. Right. How have you been? Busy, busy. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Lots of updates for the Jeep. Lots of side projects. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been slammed. Yeah, you've been working and working on the Jeep. Yep. And uh, I've been doing some wheeling. Yeah, a lot of wheeling. So we're going to go over like what I've been up to, what Mike's been up to, and then kind of prepare you guys for what's about to happen. Yeah, for 2021. Ooh. Oh. I have a very special guest for that episode. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. An incredible nice. guest who oh. <clears throat> was huge. We're talking. So will this be back on video then? Next, will the the will the this portion will be regardless of what we'll we'll video the guest okay regardless even if we don't do the whole thing and we'll use that as a clip somewhere. Gotcha. So the next podcast will have some video, if not all. Yeah, and it might just be even on Instagram. You know Ooh. what I mean? The video it don't, might not even have to be yeah. YouTube. But just to give you guys a little heads up of who this guest is, this guest was giant. We're talking like viral in the <laughs> off roading world. Guy was oh, everywhere, shit. right? And he's been missing. He's been gone for about. Three to five years, somewhere in there. He's out. He oh, left three the scene. Three to five years. Oof. Uh, maybe four. Yeah, I guess four. That's, that's a, between. That's a that's a that's a ta- that's a long time. Yeah, and he has decided to come back. Oh. So I reached out to him, decided to come on, invited him on. He said yes. Is it, I mean, I'm super excited for this guy. Okay. So. And I don't know who it is. You have no so, idea. That's no, why I won't tell no, you. It's, yeah. it's very crazy. But uh, but man, four years ago, I'm trying to think yeah. who would have been. And it was. He was huge, dude. God, I was still rocking a Dana 30. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was still building the thing. You know what I mean? No, I think you've been yeah. done for, you've been wheeling it. Yeah, at least. But uh, yeah, so anyways, look forward to that guest on the New Year's Eve special. Damn. It's not going to come out on New Year's Eve, but it'll be the first one of next year. Yeah. And the, we'll actually- The Monday right after, it'll be out. Yep. So a couple days after. Yeah. And we'll do a recap of the 2020 year. Nice. That, that's the plan. I like that. Because that way the whole year's actually over. Right. Perfect. <laughs> all right. We just Great. made all that up. Great intro. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's start with you because I really haven't done too much and I do yeah. have some questions on my build oh. uh, of what would you do. So Perfect. we'll start with you. Well, first things first, I did end up taking my 4-to-1 transfer case apart and putting a new chain in it, which is a little pricey. They're like around 200 bucks for the chain. That's crazy. But um, I showed you the photo of it, and it was it did have some stretch to it. So when it was engaged in four wheel drive, especially for low, I would get like this, like almost like a bucking forward motion occasionally. And I think it was like the rear engaging, and then like the front like engaging afterwards, and it would create like a bucking launch, dude. Like so, yeah, not, so that you got more control. Yeah. So basically, now they're in sync again. Because the chain was at least stretched a quarter inch further down. I don't know what lengthwise. You know, if it was broken, yeah. like if you took the two chains apart, the new one and the old one, I wonder what that length would have been. It looked at least but, a quarter inch longer. Yeah. 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 I was I, shocked. I hung them on a hook next to each other, and I tried to make sure it was as level as I could. Yeah. That way one wasn't up or down. Yeah. It and was it, definitely a quarter longer, yeah. I would say. It was yeah. almost the full width of the length. And the, I, I noticed that right away. Uh, mainly in four low, you notice it. You know what? That's probably when you see a vehicle going up on a rock in the front grab. Then, yep. then there's a pause in the rear grab, Could be. and then, and if you're in an automatic and not really on the gas, you're, you're just switching back and forth, freaking out like yeah. it doesn't know what to do. Yep. You know? Yeah, we we see that a lot. Like especially like 
Well, some of that could be bound, so like anti-squat and whatnot, but it does seem to happen, you know, just like you explained. Like, it seems like front or rear kind of goes, and then it catches up. Yeah. Like, it's always switching front to back engagement. Yeah, that's weird. This is very subtle. You know, I'm like, when I say it's bucking, like, you just feel it in the Jeep. It's like, it's like jerking forward in increments to where now, the first time I put it in four low, it just rolled smoothly away. Now, granted, I'm still a, fi- a stick shift with a clutch. Yeah. You know, you'll get that like jerky release of the clutch. You know that that's there. Yeah, but um, but totally worth it. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it a pain in the ass to take out? You know, the only thing that was a pain in the ass is um, and I don't think many transfer case have many transfer case have this. I had a freaking pin that was in front of a bearing. So with the you know, I, I didn't even take the transfer case out of the Jeep. Oh. I left it bolted into the Jeep. I undid all the bolts, and there's like a rear little um, housing section okay. for a speed sensor, and there's like oil and a bearing in there. Yeah. And I took that off. And then there's a pin in the main rear output shaft like that I could not figure out how to get out. And um, it was like the pin is like hardened steel too because I was like trying to smash the pin as best as I could with like vice grips or channel locks. And it, it, it dented all my tools. It like uh-huh. I, I locked them so tight, it like made indents. It rounded off my tools because I couldn't pull it out. That's crazy. And so I ended up buying a couple pairs of new channel locks. Yeah. And um, or like vi- actually vice grips, like the ones you can twist and lock. Yeah. And um, I just I just had to pull on it like fifty times. Like I made sure it was straight down. <laughs> I was laying under the jeep. I just lock it and and just pull and wiggle and like till it pops off. What's the pin for though? you don't even know (laughs) did you put it back yes i I mean i put it back the way it was so So, you had to move that out to get a bolt out um the rear shaft and the rear output bearing i couldn't slide the bearing out and the bearing is seated in the rear case oh so i couldn't i split the case and then i couldn't take it off Oh right but every video i've seen on youtube People are just like, boop, 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 couple bolts, you know, take the yoke off, boop, yeah. pops right out. Everybody always doesn't show that one hard part. Well, or <laughs> it's just maybe it's a pin that only exists in um, older TJ wow. Rubicon transfer cases. I couldn't so, imagine what it's for other than to hold all that yeah, just, in. It's like an extra retaining pin that, hmm. but it's loose. So like, I mean, you can slide the shaft in and out like a quarter inch and then until the pin hits. Oh. Even with it um, disassembled, I'm sorry, with the yoke off and, and the yeah. rear little case off, you could just grab the shaft and wiggle it back and forth, and it was crazy. That's, that is crazy. I want to see that. once that came apart, <clears throat> um, it's very easy to uh, – there's like a snap ring holding on the front-wheel drive cog internally. Yeah. I just popped that snap ring off and wiggled it until the, the cog came out. I removed the cog, pu- pulled the whole chain off. That's when I took some of the photos and yeah. compared the two chains. And I would just simply put the new chain back in, cleaned up the surfaces, and I had a bunch of like special RTV gasket maker. Yeah. It's like a, it's just like RTV, but it was for my fuel cell. It's like a special one that makes a gasket and it's RTV. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully I never have to take it apart. So there's cause... no. I was going to ask because there's no gasket there. It's no. all just silicone. Yep. Just so I just siliconed it back together, and I only put like um, three screws caddy corner. Yeah. I had three bolts back in, snugged it loosely. And I let it sit for a day, and then the next day I put all the bolts and cranked it, yeah. and no leaks. Nice. 
Amazing. Yeah, that's I mean, awesome. It didn't leak before, and luckily it doesn't leak after. I never have issues like that. I, I never have luck like that. I, when I put the Magnum box on, that's all silicone, too. And yeah. the fucking, I did exactly the same thing. You, you did. Just snugged like tw- 20 pounds and ma- let it form that little width of a gasket exactly. and then compress it. Nah, it leaks like a sieve. So Damn. Whatever. It's and your shirt's thing. leaking from that yeah. silicone. Now down. that I'm doing all that work, I got everything off, the skid plate and everything. The Damn. skid plate's awesome because it makes it look like you don't leak. Yeah. Because <laughs> it catches everything. But um, <laughs> That's too funny. But, <clears throat> yeah, it's leaking pretty good. So that's I, good, though. I don't think my Jeep's really leaking right now. Awesome. It's definitely not running um, efficiently on gas because I did a, a run the other day to Crown King. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I first built the Jeep, I went from my house on a full tank, did all all of the back way to Crown King, all the front way, and I didn't run out of gas till I was back home on the freeway. Right. Which I let it run out to see w- what the gauge and the mileage would be. Right. And I had a tank with me. So this time, I did like all the way to the lunch spot, put in four gallons, and uh, <laughs> I only had like an eighth of a tank by the time I hit the highway. So I had to hit like the first gas station in New River. Whoa, that's weird. So that's a tank and four gallons. But that- Yeah, and not even close to where you were. Yeah. You're but still- you mean that's two years of being rough with it, and and you know maybe the sil- maybe the spark plugs need to be swapped and some oh yeah you know maybe it's just not running efficient and dumping gas through. Last time you were out, I did see more oil being burnt. You yeah. know, like when you go yeah, to take the rings. Off. Yeah. So it probably hmm. it's probably time for a Rebuild. LSX. Oh yeah, LSX. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm no. into that. I, I don't know what to do if I, if I had to swap the engine. I would probably just try to find an affordable like V8 to put in there. Yeah, something lightly used and standalone. I, it, kind of doing everything, or t- you know, thinking about it twice. I'd try to find one of those diesels, dude. Yeah. You have the tractor Kabutas or whatever, and you have the Volkswagen one, and then yeah. you have that Cummings one. You know, I, I did look into a bunch of those, and um, the like, like the VW alone. one, the Volkswagen. It makes like no power and torque compared to the oh. R2.8. It's like half of that. Oh. I mean, okay, don't quote me exactly, but I was surprised to see how little power it was. Yeah. And the R2.8 is just like, you know, it's like over $8,000 for their whole kit. Yeah. Plus, I got to install it. Yeah, that's like, true. It's, it's a little too much. It's And so, you know, fabricating and time and, you know, metal on top of it, it'll probably be easily 9000 or more. Yeah. You know? I- I wonder if I bet fabricating it would be pretty easy. Yeah, <coughs> but it's you're just, right. It's just no matter so, what. And I was looking into a four BT, which is like the predecessor to the R two point eight. Yeah, but um, it's like three hundred pounds heavier. Oh. It's like seven fifty, I think. No way so, you'd catch me then. Yeah, no way. I want to be at least fifty four just the Jeep. Yeah, by now. Yeah, but that's every, everyone is getting that way. I know. Except Brennan Metcalf. <laughs> He's building a. Th- are you following the thirteen hundred <laughs> pound Willies? <laughs> Yeah, he's not getting that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was. I like extreme. Brennan, but he's dreaming on that. Thirteen hundred uh, pounds. It'd be cool to see how close there. he gets. I mean, what if he gets like sixteen or two thousand? Be a kid's buggy. That's yeah. it. You know, I'll be curious unless he does the whole thing in aluminum. You know what I mean? Yeah, the body's the body, though, right? It's a Willie's body. <laughs> I think he's just doing panels. I don't know what he's doing. Oh, oh, that's not the blue. There's no way he's getting the blue Willies that way. I did see him weighing those. Uh, yeah. The transmission or whatever that was. He, he had like one that was samurai like, parts. It's and... like forty five pounds. I was like, that whole thing's forty five pounds. That little hook thing he's got is pretty cool. That measuring device. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah, you could do your own sprung weight that way. You, you think it would take? I think that thing goes to like two thousand pounds. Oh yeah, it would need to. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think our corner weights are easily like twelve hundred to fifteen hundred, probably. Yeah, 
yeah, three, yeah, yeah. six. No, I mean, uh, so around a thousand for sure. Right on. So you did? Was Pepe there? Pepe, Pepe the Toyota on, on Crown King. No, nope. oh, I should have talked the rest of that whole no. thing. <laughs> Just make you guess. You know, that, you, but surprisingly, you brought that up. Um, that was a that was a few weeks ago when I went out with um, Pepe and God, what's his name? Dave Radmigo. Oh, okay. And um, that's when we did the big old loop around Roosevelt to Dupont Cabin. Oh, right, right. But I think we talked about that on the last podcast. Yeah, we did. That was already a ways ago. That was already like three, four weeks ago. Yeah. No, um, when I went out recently to Crown King, it was just our buddy Dewey yeah. and the guy from Wolf Off-Road. Oh, Dewey. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then they had like another buddy. So it was two brand new Didn't Wolf- JTs, the trucks, the Jeep trucks. Oh, really? One fully stock and one with like 35s and a lift. So did he roll and sell it after he rolled it? Because didn't the Wolf Off-Road guy roll his Jeep? I don't know. Just no, he, recently? He, said, he said he has it. Oh. He, he has a four-door also for like wheeling. Oh. He has like a JK, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. he has the truck, is what uh, is how he made it sound. The truck's pretty dope. I keep, it's like fully stocked. I know. I keep looking at them. They're cool looking, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, lifted. It, they, oh, they, all done up. Yeah, yeah. They look stupid as hell stocked, but <laughs> they. Uh, but it, with 35s on them, they look good, you know? Yeah. So. Shoot, 40s. Yeah. 40s <laughs> well, are so I'm, much I'm thinking work. of rods. Me too. Rods looks awesome. 37s, then, I think. Yeah. Oh, he does no, have 40s he, on he, there, huh? He might be on 40-inch tires. Jesus, man. Freaking RC3 rod. Can't afford all that crap. Don't but, go follow him. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but. God, well, and oh, so one last update. Sure. Um, I did do the Crown King run, and then just with our buddy White Chris, uh, we went out searching some of the washes out by the Bumblebee and oh. Bloody Basin exit. Yeah. And um, they're so gnarly that you can't do them. <laughs> really? Like, for, first of all, the brush is like, gouging you to the metal oh like i mean roughly right a lot of brush a lot of brush because no one's out there wheeling it like we had to go around two homeless encampments (laughs) (laughs) and um on both washes we came up into like the most insane awesome buggy obstacles that were like one would have like can opener the side of your jeep and if you made it through that it was like eight foot down like a scissoring step oh like in like these weird hard angles, dude. That were like you would have just rolled and hit the roof, dude. Like that's crazy. So we had to turn around on that one, and then we had to find our way out, and we cut across to the second wash that I was looking at in that area. Yeah. Same shit. Like awesome wash. First of all, you know, really cool. Like big rocks, boulders. No, and no, no one's really out there. Right. You no know, fire attacks. So hopefully it's legal. <laughs> but um, then we just came up on. You know, luckily this time I was like. I'm going to walk ahead. You right. know, even if it takes like, if, if I walk ahead, I'm going to go like 50 feet. If I see an obstacle, let me walk ahead again. Let me walk, you know, like I did it a few <laughs> times because it's tough to get out sometimes of these, like these washes. Yeah. You can get in too deep. Yeah. That's so, why Chris parked a mile back in Payson, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was our goal is just to check them out and, and see like what's out there. But yeah, that's cool. Both of those were like insane drops. Like you, you could walk down them, but um, so yeah, the first one was probably like eight. Eight or nine feet with an insane like stack of rocks that like had really cool angles. Do you see any tire tracks? Like somebody had bit buggies mm-hmm. been in there. I did hear there was a lot of trails over yeah. there, buggy trails. Yep. Huh. And then even the second one, the second one was actually like only six foot or so, but straight down, like yeah. a straight ninety degree. Wow. You know where you're not like you're not just gonna hit the frame, slide, and hope for the best. You know. Yeah. 
Like it, that's a little too extreme, and you wouldn't be able to winch back out. Oh right, without like somebody a, a up there. A six foot ninety degree breakover. I mean, not in our <laughs> not in our like street driven jeeps. You know, right. like maybe something light with sticky tires and well, just gotta keep winches. looking. Yeah, gotta keep looking. But that was like you know we just went and found uh, on Google Google Maps and Gaia yeah. marked a bunch of spots that looked like big washes, and you can kind of see bouldery fields. You know, oh nice, but you can't see. Major elevation change. You know, I we did look on the topo map, and it was about a two hundred foot change from the start yep. of what the two marks, the two pins I dropped. That alone was two hundred feet elevation change. Yeah, and um, but yeah, just both of them were like sadly. What about Google Earth? You ever can you get closer mm-hmm. with Google Earth? I I, don't, I just don't have it. Oh, I mean, I use Google Maps satellite view. Yeah, Google Earth is way better than that. Is it? Yeah. But that's like a program you have to download to your computer, huh? I think so. That's like so 2000 and late. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who has a computer to download Google to? Jeez. I don't know. I used it the other day. It works good, man. It was cool. What'd you, what'd you look up? Um, Steve's Jobs. Steve Jobs. Oh. <laughs> that cool. sounds like Steve's Jobs, but it's Steve, our buddy Steve, his job. Gotcha. I looked up his building. Oh. It was cool, though. Like a view of it. <clears throat> yeah. Not how to get there. No, the maps. Yeah, I, for some reason I used it. I don't know why. I, I wanted to see what was around there. Nice. But, and I was like, oh, I'll use Google Earth. And it was it was cooler. Yeah. It worked out better. Because I saw on this Red Bull show one time where the guys were, like, looking for mountain bike trails. And they're, in like, they're looking in Portugal, you know. And yeah. he's in there and he's just studying, you know. Like, oh, yeah. oh, this is cool. I, I, like, that's roughly what I try to do. But, man, it's deceiving. That's how uh, Bobby finds it, too. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. It's just a lot of trial and error. And I want to say, like, you know, like, Chris and I just basically got denied. Now, we did do some awesome rock crawling, too, but you got to turn around. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Even going up the trail is not happening. If you just went around, you know, like, you're not, there's those two big obstacles, one on each trail, that are just not. That's cool, though. I love finding new stuff, man. It doesn't even matter what it is. It was awesome. I got to get out to Florence, because there's so much cool stuff out there that I never did. God, it's just, last last time I went there, it was like an hour an hour and 20 or it was over an hour to the gas station where everyone met up right (laughs) and then you head out to florence you know like it's another good 30 minutes after that isn't that crazy and then you know it takes all day wheeling of course yep and then you know that fucking (laughs) that's why it's only worth we need to do a camp trip you know like get out there on friday camp get up saturday wheel all day come home sunday yeah that'd be ideal but yeah then you'd be more rested you'd actually have a good time hanging out yeah, it's not just fourteen hours sitting in the jeep, you know. Right, yeah, because that's that's hard, dude. You can coming mm-hmm. home at night and you're all groggy yep. and tr- trying to manhandle the jeep down the highway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, cool, man. That's yeah, it's it's hard right now because the weather's so perfect and yeah. I'm not willing at all. It's frustrating, but it's frustrating in a good way. I mean, it's motivation to keep working on the jeep. You yeah, know? it's not like I need motivation actually. I just don't have enough time to get in there. But um, all my side project stuff is done and. Or really close to being done. So I should be able to dedicate the rest of this year every single day to the Jeep. Yeah. I should have that thing going in a few weeks. Well, nice. I have to get it ready. The, the problem with it is, oh, I'm going to jump into updates. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, unless you're done. Are you done? I am. That, that was basically what I've been up to. <clears throat> right on. And the, uh, yeah, I don't I, I sign it all to the end. But there's, like, I need Vern's help and I need Jason's help on these gotcha. other. So I have to get to... Uh, Vern before I can get to Jason because Ver, we I don't want to heat up the axle with all that shit in there. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? So that you want the gear setup done after the 
axle, everything, else, the, yeah. the, everything welding on the axle. Is so done. I can't get to it until there's two little issues that I have to deal with on the mm. steering still. So <clears throat> my, but this is the question. Yeah, here, yeah, we'll get to the question. All right, we're oh. going to the question. So basically, it's still setting how it's been the last time I posted anything on Instagram. Oh, everything's tacked together. Yep, tacked together, <clears throat> dude. I've cycled it. I cycled it. Good. That's good. Um, did that point? Did that point out some issues? Yeah. So I definitely bumped. I hit the diff pretty good. Um, some people have notched it, and it's when I say pretty good, we're talking a quarter inch. You hit the diff on what? Uh, on the track bar. When the track when it oh. goes full stuff, the track bar crosses it. So which is dumb. I could scoot the track bar forward, like at, to clear the diff. Mm-hmm. And bring it down, a, so it's a half inch taller than my drag link. Okay. All right. It's, it's so, and I know that those were the goal was to try to get those on the same same level. Mm-hmm. So, but it's a half inch taller, and it's back a little ways because it has to go over the diff. So I could scoot it forward. However, I have that aluminum drag link mm-hmm. that's inch and three quarter. If I go to an inch and a half steel drag link, then I can move, I'll have plenty of room. But I don't have room with really? the aluminum that. Link. Eighth of an inch difference. Yeah, it's super tight right there. Yeah, you know, I mean, to, with the it's the thickness of a bolt head. Yeah. That's all I'm. Doing I mean, I know with. it's a quarter inch difference, but on one like from the center out, it should only be an eighth on each side, right? Difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah you would think, but I have I, to clear the diff, and to be able to go down as low as I have to go because the diff comes out and down. I got to come out quite. Could a ways. you just put a dip? Yeah. Into your track bar. Yeah. Because my my front track bar is actually like in the shape of a Z very subtly. Like it's like a long, it's like a first long piece. Yep. And then it just goes, no, go. I mean, I know you can't yeah. see this, but it, it looks like, as, I can show you yeah, before yeah. you leave. It's, so, Because uh, mine is very tight too. So this is where you, when you were like, just put it together and tack it. And yeah. that's why I'm doing all the measurements and all the questioning yeah. and stuff. And because without the track bar, you can't really flex it out because uh-huh. it, it goes all over the place, right? It doesn't stay centered. It, it doesn't stay where the, Exactly. Yeah. So, so I cut the steel and to do that bend. So I could have came straight out and then cleared the diff and then down, right? And that would have worked. Um, yeah. So it would it would have it would have worked too that way. And then, but now that that metal's too short. So cause it, even with the joints you're going to use, yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah, because because you know the the are you using yeah those joints aren't very long. Are you using the insert that has the hex bolt on the end or yes. the flat one? One of each. Because I was gonna say, if you use another, if you use two hex bolts on each end, you know, with the hex on, yeah, then that would extend it out another half inch easily. And I have one sitting here. Do you? Yeah, I so I have one hex and one is the regular one because they they didn't have any hex. It, Are they right handed? It needs to be I a right know. hand. I don't know. I, we could look at it though. And it's three quarter. No, seven eighths. Seven yep. eighths. Hmm. Seven yeah. eighths. Fourteen. Yep. Yeah, that, that's what mine should be. So I have that. So that's one issue, you know, and and. So the track bar link or the track bar mount that's on the axle, you know, it kind of comes off at an angle forward mm-hmm. and then straight up. So I bent, I kept bending it to get, cause I wanted that joint straight up and down. Yeah. I thought this, if it was leaned at a 45, I, I just think it's going to try to push the axle back. You know what uh, I mean? It'll, tr- uh, it'll I twist a little, but I looked and looked and looked and, and again, it's one of those things. There's a bunch of different ones, but I can mm-hmm. see it loosening up cause it's, if that thing's supposed to plane up and down, it shouldn't be angled at all. You know what I mean? So, I, I'm not <clears> sure. I, I've seen both though. Yeah, I've seen them just out at an angle, and my, but mine is straight up. Yeah, I think straight up is I yeah. think more correct. I talked with White Chris; his is straight up. Yeah. So I did it, but to get it to touch, 
the bottom bracket. That whole thing's only like this wide. A couple inches. <clears throat> yeah, and I don't like that. It looks super weak because it's really tall. Yeah. And I want it I want to bring it down longer and build it more boxy. Yeah. So what I could do is leave because I didn't want it to fall apart. So I put in heavy ass tax, dude. And <laughs> yeah. um because yeah, imagine on there. imagine it just clunking apart while you're freaking laying yeah. there and so I could take off the outer bracket, which is what I kind of am going to do. This is what the I'm outer thinking. bracket of what? The outer of, frame, of the track bar. Track bar bracket. So, so the frame side. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, towards the front of the engine, right? Okay. So I want to take that piece out, rebuild it so it comes down more boxy and mm-hmm. there's a lot more strength to it, and comes around the axle a little bit longer or higher. Then I'll be able to I can make it wider, and then I can put spacers in there, and then scoot the track bar over. Know what I mean? Instead of rebuilding it, yeah, and they make Heim offsets in all different lengths, yeah. Um, because I I had to do that where I I think I did need to move my track bar one way, so I found a specific size bracket, and I like one of my track bar high offset Heims yep. or my high misalignments. Like one is shallow and one is long, so it oh, does yeah. offset it in one direction. But you can buy that, so like that way you're not like using spacers and like weird stuff no but check this out so you know those weld washers the mm-hmm. ones that are tapered they fit perfect on that shaft. oh they're you would just put them inside versus outside yeah and i wouldn't even have to bolt i wouldn't even have to weld them on i just yeah. put them in there and it looks like a high misalignment spacer it looks fantastic you know so i would just put them like on one side or yeah. whatever it, it makes it that look makes still cool yeah but um so i have there's those are the options you know the other thing is i have it at full compression right now and the whole axle shifted over a half an inch mm-hmm so that's weird, though. So when you have it at ride height, I made everything level. Should have been the longest part of the arch. So when it's compressed up, it should have... Yeah, so it's already arching. Yeah, but but it's going the wrong way. <laughs> so you're right. Or, yeah, or something's loose, you know? Yeah, you know, maybe it's... maybe it just was... Maybe when I first got it level, it just wasn't... Yeah. It, it wasn't perfect. But it should... So at ride height, it's the longest... If your track bar's flat... It'll be the longest The longest of the arch, yeah. the longest distance. So down should swoop back to the driver's side yep. and then up should go. And you're, you have the opposite issue. <laughs> yeah, it's going the other way. It's a half inch long to the passenger side. But are you doing it, is the axle flat or articulated? Because that would make a difference It's too. a little bit articulated driver side down, just a little bit. But so yeah, maybe, maybe that extended it out. Yeah. I don't know. Cause it's, uh, because the way the housing sets on the jack stands, one sets on the housing and one sets on the tube, mm-hmm. you know, and, and trying to get all that perfect yep. is horrible. I need to get those you things that tissues. spin. You got to put a bunch of tissues <laughs> on one side. You should have seen some of the janky shit I had in there, oh, yeah. dude. But um, so the other thing is, uh, you know, Chris gave me that aluminum thing, mm-hmm. that aluminum t- drag link or tie rod or, or whatever. I'm going to use it as a drag link. So I tried to pre-drill, you know, the one that he had stripped out. Dude, I did everything I could imagine to make that thing straight. Mm-hmm. And couldn't get it to tap in straight. It is crooked. So no matter how hard yep. I try. You already drilled and tapped it, right? Yeah. Yep. So luckily, the way everything got set up, I can chop that off and start fresh. Oh, so, you can cut off that much more. Yeah, I need to get it three inches. It's three inches long. So Damn. I can cut off what I tapped. So how are you going to drill it straight this next time? I need to take it to a lathe. Yeah. I got to find somebody with a yeah. lathe. So And then I'll just... There's I don't know. There's got quite a few people. We well, got Don, RPM Fab's got one. I know yeah. that, um, Let's Roll has one. They're just so far God. over there. Yeah, just driving to the East Valley to drop something off sucks. So if anybody on the West Valley has a lathe that'll accept a inch and a three-quarter inch tube through the yep. the chuck, let me know. Inch and three-quarter? No. 
Oh, oh, the diameter of the pipe. Yeah, yeah it needs weird. to be able to go through the head of the yeah. of the. Are there lathe. a lot of lathes that are that small? <laughs> like they only go like one inch or something? Yeah, even my lathe wasn't that big. I couldn't get them through my lathe. It's got a, it's a really? monster lathe. I remember we we bit onto that whole hub though, and that was like a five or six inch radius. Yeah, but the, this the, the outer chucks, you know, that you had. Yeah, a lot of them have that. Like mine was a twelve inch, twelve inch swing or whatever. Yeah, that's a monster, you know. Yeah. But the that's you know it has a center bore that you can slide shit through. Yeah, that wasn't even an inch and a half on Damn. that lathe. So you need like Andrew's lathe that I saw at his house or whatever. That thing's probably twelve feet, or maybe not twelve feet, maybe it's six. Lo- it's huge, six or eight feet long. Yeah, it's yeah. a monster. And that one has a big. It has a two and a half inch hole. I think it's not big enough. No, it's big enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, three inch. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, so go, anyways, you got to go three. That's how these. There's very few people with lathes that can lathes. Interesting. That can do it. But I did. I did think of a plan. Mm. Maybe, and I don't know. So inch and three quarter OD is what we're dealing with, right? So mm-hmm. what if I did inch and three quarter or two inch one twenty wall or pipe or DOM or whatever, and I did like a sleeve like three inches long. I welded a flat piece to the top of that, right? And then I put. Uh, whatever the tube diameter that I need for the seven eighths for for the drill, mm-hmm. okay. Then, so I take another. So basically, it would look like a stove top, or like. So basically, my my thing is this: the two inch. So I have a two inch pipe coming straight up. Then I would have let's just for easy math three quarter right or okay. a seven eighths seven eighths inner diameter tube and. Very simplified. Are you trying to make a jig to hold it? Yeah. Okay. So it'll slide over I, I over the bar. I wasn't even sure yet what was going so on. Basically, just, so, so basically, so <laughs> basically the chimney looking thing. Yep. So the two inches is to hold it over the the metal. The yep. chimney is so that it holds the drill bit straight up and down. Because I could weld that perfectly straight and then drill down, and it will guide the drill yep. bit in straight down. Straight down. And then you could do the tapping the same. Yeah. Cut off that top piece and then redo the tap. Interesting. The tap so that because the tap will be bigger than the drill bit. You know what I mean? So your huge stand-up lathe, you can't get rid of that mounting plate. Like that doesn't swing away, right? You I, can't. Um, no, I, it comes off. I could take oh. it off, but then you're still trying to figure out yeah, how, how to, to hold it. You'd have to ma- have a whole new clamping setup for like a mounting pipe. That was the other thing. And and you got to hold it tight. Like it yeah. needs to be clamped. So I could do hmm. one side. One side. So I could do this. I could do a collar with two standoff legs or a triangle standoff legs to yeah. hold it flat. And a bottom plate that has a three-quarter inch um, thread on it that I could screw in the side yeah. that's not done yet. God, that's a lot. Drill it in. Crazy Unscrew it. Yeah, or just drive to these Valley. <laughs> yeah. yeah and okay. pay somebody to borrow yeah. their lathe. Yeah. Right. Pay someone to drill you one hole. Two. I need, need both sides done. Oh, you need both sides yeah. done. Yeah. But so here's my hang-up. I was going to ask Don, right, yeah. originally from RPM Fab mm-hmm. or steering or whatever the hell it is. And- but it, these are wide open design links, and I don't know if he'd be like, "Dude, I'm not working on somebody else's aluminum." Oh, gotcha. So I don't know if it's rude to ask. I don't think he cares. I got it for free. I'm cheap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a hundred and fifty I mean, dollar bar. You could ask if you if you want someone to, or take it to like a machine shop who could care less about the off road industry. Well, if I, that's that, where they're like, they're you got it where? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, like, I, if I could find a machine shop, there was a guy that had a really. Full blown machine shop in his garage in Rancho Santa Fe, and I cannot, I cannot find that guy or his name or anything yeah. anymore. But it's horrible. I'm just one day. I'm hoping to catch him with because it was on my route. Oh, gotcha. I'm hoping to see him with the garage. But like open. In, the, in the last year, you've seen him working. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. So <laughs> I don't know if he has that ability. Because um, yeah, even if you had a mill, a lot of those mill heads will turn oh, 90 to, degrees, to and then you could clamp it. Yeah, 
And then um, it just seems like you said, there's ways to get it done and get it straight. But what I did was I thought as straight as I could get it, and it definitely has a wobble in it. So Now, in the very beginning of this, you said there was a question in here too. Did you already ask that question? Yeah, or what oh. would you do about the about would you repl- would you switch the aluminum arm out? Oh, gotcha. Cause that was okay. That was the question to make room gotcha. or just deal with the aluminum. Is the arm worth keeping? All this hassle. Mm-mm. <clears throat> I would get cool. inch and a half, DOM, <laughs> right? Wire wheel it, polish it, clear coat it. Looks exactly like aluminum. <laughs> Put a bend in it. Yeah. Then everyone would be like, "Whoa, how'd you bend the? You know, how'd and, you bend aluminum?" And then um. Weld your ends in, clean those up. Yep. Paint the whole thing white with uh, the PVC. The PVC, <laughs> just copy reckless wrenching, one hundred percent. That was every, pretty cool. On everything you do, they painted the ends purple. They yeah. slopped purple on where, them. where like the primer, the yeah. fitting would have glued in. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. That, pretty clever. And and did you see the writing on it? It said like reckless wrench, and then they used a bunch of not, like yeah numbers. I assume off. Uh, well, you know, it normally says like schedule forty yeah. or schedule eighty. It all it all was related to them. I remember that. Damn. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. But white super femme, so I'm not putting that on there. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it is. Well, what if you just paint them yellow? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that ain't ever happening. You know what? I was sitting there going, <coughs> all my tools are DeWalt, and they're yellow. all yellow, yellow. But they actually work good, man. I borrowed I borrowed my neighbor. Femme, bro. So check this femme out. Femme as femme. My, <laughs> my neighbor, he's like, uh, hey, man, anytime you want to... Um, Anytime you want to, he's he's talking. He's an old welder, retired welder guy. The guy with the cool car. Yeah. Uh, no, that's Bob. Oh, <clears throat> this is my other neighbor. And anyway, he was a pipe fitter, welder guy, and he tigs and all kinds of stuff. Super cool dude. And he said, I, I thought he had said he had a seven inch grinder, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember watching uh, a four wheeler TV or whatever, and the guy's like, "When you got to grind, you break out the big dog." And he pulls yeah. out the seven inch grinder. So I go over, I was like, hey, dude, you got that seven-inch grinder, man? I'll borrow that. And he goes, uh, yeah, yeah. And he hands me a brand new, the Makita, or no, not Makita, Milwaukee. Everybody loves that Milwaukee 18, you know, the, the, oh. all the Milwaukee tools, whatever, yeah. the 18 volt or 21 volt or whatever. That thing's the biggest pile of garbage, dude. Yeah, you told me it was like, it like overheats, right? It yeah, the shuts battery, down. within three minutes. You can't even grind with it, like. It's totally useless. But I wonder if even Makita has like the old, like you know how DeWalt has like the eighteen volt Milwaukee. Yeah. Oh. It's Milwaukee, not Makita. Milwaukee. The red Milwaukee. one. The red one. Yeah. Yeah. But you know how even DeWalt, like I used to have eighteen volt batteries and yeah. I switched them all to I switched out the tools to twenty. Yeah. Because like those were the same way. I couldn't even drill like two or three holes. And yeah. it, like if you really need to strain and drill aggressively, it, the battery was done. This was immediate. This is a brand new kit. It's yeah. the, what top of the line right now, whatever it is. And it's literally like I couldn't, it wasn't even three minutes. And my DeWalt will go all damn day, dude. Yeah. yeah especially if you got the big, the double step, like the battery yep. that's twice as tall. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, those things are so freaking expensive. Mm-hmm. And so I had, uh, I You're had. back on DeWalt now. Yeah, okay. so I had the Dewalt, my big ass impact, yeah. sitting on the fender, standing upright, and I'm I got the sawzall trying to get this piece off, you know, because I had to cut the whole bottom out to yeah. get the, the steering mount. It was a, it was a nightmare. So <laughs> I don't know why I don't just go right to the plasma cutter and just say f it and hey, cut. You want to you want to struggle and suffer a little, dude. Yeah, and I'm bur- you know the angle grinder and almost died twice with that <laughs> damn thing. So I got the sawzall in there and it's just shaking everything. My impact. Flies off, lands just perfectly on the battery, and grenades the battery everywhere. Wow! And it, dude, it blew out the inside, blew off into the yard, 
and start smoking. What's inside? Pieces or juice? No, little circles, little uh, battery packs. Dude. Little watch batteries? No, they're they're like in an RC car, like a big battery pack. Uh-huh. When we were younger, we had a we were at an R, an RC race, right? And one of those guys overcharged our battery, and that thing grenaded, yeah. and it was like six of them, and it was six bombs going off. Yeah. And the, I, I've um, seen I've I've seen, when I was younger too. Yeah. I, I think one of my same shit dude. super cheapy RC cars. You know, they just like they like have meltdowns if you overdo them. Yeah, well, that was also a nightcap battery, and these ones are lithium or something. So I don't know if they're different. All I know is I was super scared with it. So I grabbed it and I threw it in a bucket of salt water, dude, to try to discharge it. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, that's it. So, you just mixed a bucket of salt water real quick, huh? Nice. Yeah, yeah, you got to man. Uh, pool salt and water. Epsom. Or yeah. name I brand? To, I had a bag of pool salt and a five gallon gotcha. bucket. And threw it in there. Nice. So, how much is a new battery? I don't like ninety nine bucks, dude. Oh yeah. So I was like, yeah. and no a charger, uh-uh, like just a battery. One, yeah. I, I did. And it was see a that. big one. It was the only big one I had left. Yeah. So. so sometimes you get lucky, and there's like a tool you want, and it comes in like a nice kit with a new battery, a charger, and the tool. Yeah. And it's on sale, yeah. but l- lately I haven't seen anything good either. If, if I can find. I would buy that kit. I look for kits too if they have like I need a right angle grind, a right yeah. angle drill. Yeah. I have one on air, but it's that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's ha- super handy. And those little gay things that you hook into the end and you, you know, they I, don't really work. In the meantime, well. though, I don't know if you already got it, but I had really good luck with the the skinny batteries on the big impact too. Like yeah. they they don't just run out in five minutes either. Yeah, they just don't know? last as long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. My, th- that big battery was super old. It was probably four yeah. years old now. Oof. But it um. But it just sucks. It, you retired. I did have an extra battery. An assault know. death. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, I saw it, and I was like, oh my god! And the tap, the top half of the battery pack was still attached to the drill. Oh. So I thought I broke the drill. Oh, I was like, shit. son of a bitch. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, I was really. I was, it was. It was horrible. Is but, that the impact you got on like the? It was like a, a Facebook Marketplace find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cheap. Nice. And um, yeah, whatever. Just ahead. So. That, that's how I got a few of mine too. Yeah, you know, so, no reason. Like some of these um, Dewalt tools, I mean, they're like hundreds of dollars for yeah. like that really nice heavy duty impact. I mean, that thing it, it adds up quick. You know, so if you can find one for a hundred bucks less, yep, go get it. Go get it. Yep, yeah. that's how it was, and it was brand new, like freshly stolen off a truck somewhere. <laughs> it was so what are you new. what are you going to do with the track bar? What's going to happen? I don't know. I think now that once the um, once I think you should make a choice right here. Right now. No, I need to go look at it again. Once I look at it again. I did clean <laughs> all right, up all around next it. Next week. We need an answer. This whole thing should be, okay, uh, by next week. You don't have to have it done. No. But we need an answer. By, my, by next week, my plan is to have the axle out, tigged up. Okay. And and getting ready to go to, what's Gearing. his name? Um, go to, well, maybe not tigged up, but I, it's re- it'll be ready to go to one of those two guys. Yeah. Vern or the other guy. Um, I, d- I didn't think you were going with the Vern option. Yeah, I changed my mind last minute. Again. Oh, gotcha. Again, again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what it was is when Chris came over, you know, we were talking and he was like, "Well, you don't have anything to go if you don't, if we go this route, we have everything we need. It doesn't cost you anything." Yeah. So let's do that. And I was yeah, and, and exactly. I was like, you know what? And I'll learn how to TIG cast. Yes. So why not go? That'd be awesome. Right. So that He's, was it. Is he going to do like a root pass and then weld over it too, or is oh, oh I have no idea. So I, I don't know if he like already gave you the breakdown. On... I got no clue. But, um, I but he, he had what well over six hundred horsepower yeah. in the wheelies, and they had no issues with it. You know what I mean? And like, it's exactly. got to be strong enough to stay on there. Mm-hmm. And if not, it's not. So what? So, I got to quit being fearful, bro, and mm-hmm. just go for it. 
<clears throat> right. This reminds me of a... I'm just cheap. <laughs> yeah, but free. How much cheaper can you get? I know. That's what I mean. So that's like when I measure and I think do all this thinking through. Yeah. You know, I know it drives you crazy and a lot of people crazy. Like even that Chris, he just... He just goes, dude. Oh, if it's wrong, we'll just cut it off. I hate doing shit twice. Yeah. I hate it. No, and I can't yeah. disagree with you there because grinding out the welds yeah, is, is so terrible. That's why I don't even put the heavy. I I question even putting those heavy tacks on, dude. But I didn't want it to fall <laughs> off. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but it's um, yeah, exactly. But thing. those guys at Reckless Wrenching, you know, what I mean, um, they do seem to build at a pretty good speed. So like, it's he's efficient. Kinda, they, he must have a good vision of it and just make it work along the way. You know, I mean, that's kind of what I did on the Liberty. Yeah. Granted, some things had to be redone, cut out. But, I mean, I, I wouldn't have known any better until it broke or didn't work or didn't right. seem right, you know. And until you're driving it, really, you're not going to know either if it's 100% right until you're wheeling it. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And they're all a little bit different. And, mm-hmm. and you know what's funny is he, we were talking about the, the when he jumped the Suburban yeah. and broke that back piece off. He's like, he's like, sure, everybody talks about how that flew off, but that thing lasted a half a year. Yeah. And it had been jumped like five or six times, he Damn. said. And he goes, it just yeah, happened to we be the last see that. time. We, we yeah. just see the video of it finally grenading. coming apart. Yeah. But it lasted a bunch. But I, I remember on the interview we did with Chris um, from Reckless Wrenching, like I told him, like I was, I built my hoop the same as he built his that broke yeah. because he did it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was like, well, this. And a bunch of people were like, dude, you're insane. That'll never hold. And I was like, I've seen it on this YouTube channel. <laughs> this, and that's a way heavier rig. Yep. And we know they wheel. Like yep. they, they get out into, you know, g- aggressive situations. Where well, his, that whole big ass truck has been off the ground like two feet. You <laughs> know what I'm, I mean? I'm not even willing to jump mine. Me neither. Like, I think the whole front end <laughs> fall off, you know? But so it, it's cool. I'm excited now. So I should have a, I should make some huge progress now. There's cool. nothing else in the way. I mean, other than regular pool stuff, you know? Like yeah, your your day job is in the way. Yeah, of and all the drains and everything's yeah. happening right now. Yeah, I got of tons of work lined up, but I'm gonna just yeah, no, I just ignore it. No massive pressure, you know. <laughs> it should be a good time, man. So that's the goal. That's the goal. Very cool. I still have your bump stops, mm-hmm. and I was thinking of of using them to mount to to get prepared, and then I'll build a, a solid one in there. You know what I mean? Oh, and so that I'll, when I when I buy them, I'll just have to buy them and shove them in there. You know nice. what I mean? So, but um, the ones I have are like a weird diameter, just so you know. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, and most are like two inch, or and I think these are like two point two five or something. I tried finding so. the pad to mm-hmm. replace the pad because it just unscrews, but I, they don't seem to sell that pad anywhere. Oh, really? Well, uh, it's like Fabtech. Yeah, is that the website? Yeah, they have a ton, but and they're super nice. But it's I want to be able to make sure I get a set that's rebuildable and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So I don't know, but. I think the bumps, those would be good, but for now it's just going to be polyurethane. You know, should be good. Anyway, yeah, that's the plan. I want all that crap out of there and be finished welding and painting, and the axle will be off doing what it's got to do. Yes, I should be willing soon. Yeah, in the I next ninety eight days, easy. I hope. Oh, and I'm done with my program, so I'm back to drinking. But I don't I haven't really drink. So oh, you're, there's not you're not just moving on to like the next step. Or like keeping up a healthy lifestyle. Of no, like, I, I'm doing all that. Keep oh. up the health. I still have instantly like beer. Nope. Oh, didn't even do it. Like, uh, oh, I thought you said you're back to drinking. Sorry. I, I said I'm allowed. I guess I'm allowed to go drinking again. And then gotcha. I said, but I'm still not drinking. So oh, I still I, been I working out every single day. I haven't missed a day yet. And then I di- I have had beers. I've had. Um, I went. I went to a uh, Mexican restaurant and had a beer. 
And That's I was like, bad. it was fantastic. It tasted <laughs> so good. That thing went down in like two gulps, bro. Boop, boop. But I felt like shit the next morning. So I was yeah. like, all right, screw that. Yeah. And then, so we're golden, bro. But at any rate, that's it. Excellent. You know, Chris is starting it too, our buddy. Yeah, he told me that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was is cool. he still on it? As far as I know. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen him in like a week or so, but um, he said he had lost like 30 pounds or like, or like a good chunk of weight already. Before he ever even started it, you know. Like, uh, oh, he lost weight before he started? Yeah, because he oh, just started eating better, he said. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. But it's, um, I've always struggled with losing weight. I've yeah. never been able to lose weight because I have a heavy. I got it. Oh. That's something funny came to mind. Oh. I just always, I have a walking around weight that no matter what I do, that's sort of what I weigh. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're like a chicken. It's right around like 20, two, 218. No matter what I do, right. I, I'm around 218. It's the feathers, like the chicken feathers. Yeah. Like a chicken. Yeah. Okay. They go in and out. Um, Dewey, you know, I was wheeling with him and he's big time into working out. Yeah. And his shirt was all loose, his little guts hanging out. <laughs> Not really, right? But right. like. And I asked him, like, whoa, did you totally stop? And he's all, what? What are you talking about? You know, he's just airing down. He's all, working out. <laughs> he's like, jeez. Well, he but, was uh, really good. He had abs and everything there for a bit. <clears throat> then he got on that fucking German beer kick, and they were chugging those. Every pitcher was him and those big-ass beers. He, they did say for the holidays, <laughs> they're super lax, just live good and have a fun time. And he said, come January 1, yeah. he's like, it's like, the eating is back on. It's not even... Yeah, for this podcast, <laughs> I know, right? Well, I, I had a, um, like even I, I ate some sweets at Christmas, but that yeah. was it. You know what I mean? I but. feel like I gained like thirty pounds at Daryl's fucking Christmas party, dude. Like the amount. Uh, of, oh, you didn't go? I, I was oh the reckless God. guys were here. The amount of food and all that stuff, like, dude. And I, I mean, I did eat way too much, but it didn't seem like like I wasn't just pounding like twenty chicken strips, you know? Like, yeah. but I think it was just heavy food too. And, uh, I don't know. Dude. Speaking of that party, I still have my present for that. Like, nice. um, that's for you. Well, I already have one. <laughs> I bought something I already had. But I was like, uh, wondering what I should do with that. Maybe we should. I mean, raffle I, it I off. did that the year before. I had it. I just kept it. It was such a cool gift. I kept it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a hot dog it. toaster. Oh, really? It had slots for a hot dog. Two oh, had right. slots. It had two circle slots where you pop a hot dog down. And then it had these um, special slots where you open a bun and set it down in there, and you just click it down like a toaster. The hot dog. Toaster. And it, to- it toasts the hot dog and the bun at the same time. And it pops out. You put a little mustard on it. Good to go. That's funny. That's good. Well, on that note, folks, we're <laughs> out of here. Glad your mom's okay. Glad yep. everybody's fine. Nobody's sick. We're good to go. Right? Peace. Hopefully, we get back in a roll for next year. Yes. Hopefully, get what in the well? No, back on a roll oh, for next gotcha. year. Gotcha. We kind of been a little laxed at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, Yeah. Cool. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe.